Writing a book can be a lonely process. You might envision it as you sitting at your desk, tucked away in your office, not speaking to anybody else for hours on end. Doesn't sound like much fun, does it? Well, there is a way to do this differently. Welcome to the Unbound Writers Club. This is a place to retreat from the muggle ways of the world and be with fellow magical beings, to receive insights about how to write a transformational book in a way that lights you up, and also to hear from other writers who are finding new ways. The Unbound Writers Club is for anyone who's curious about writing a transformational book, or maybe you're somebody who's already written one but want to find a new way of making it a richer process. You'll feel at home here if you are willing to embark on the book writing process as transformative in itself. This is a space for deep divers, people who believe in magic, and those who know that you can change the world one book at a time. I'm your host, Nicola Humber, and I'm so delighted you're here. Come in make yourself comfortable, and let's get started. Hello, you magical being, and welcome to another episode of the Unbound Writers Club. This month, we are focusing on how to create the book you are feeling called to write. So this is about what you write, um, kind of the content of your writing, and also how you write your book. With the Unbound Writing approach, it's all about bringing through the truest essence of what you're here to share. And I guess in some ways, like the word raw is coming through for me, like the rawest essence of what you're here to share not making it all shiny and pretty and only sharing the nice stuff but allowing the full range of your experience to come through in your writing and it's writing in a really intentional way what I want to talk about today is a question that's come up quite a few times recently actually both in the live round of Unbound Book Lab, which we are running at the moment, and also in the Unbound Writing Mastermind, which is the group process that I run, where lots of different writers come together in community to write their books over a period of 12 months. And the question that has come up is about my emotion that can bubble up during the writing process. And that may be emotion that's connected to past experiences that you're revisiting in your writing. Uh, And that may be if you're writing some kind of memoir or in your book, you are choosing to share parts of your story, which I always encourage. (laughs) It could be emotion that's connected to things that are happening in your life at the moment as you're writing your book. And it could be emotion that's directly connected to the book writing process. When we choose to share our voice, to express ourselves, to commit to writing a book, it can bring up all the stuff. (laughs) So, you know, lots of different emotions can bubble up there. And, you know, it can feel like a lot. 
many of the writers that I'm working with right now, the things that they're writing about, it can feel heavy. Some of the situations they're revisiting in their lives are traumatic events. And let's be real, what's been happening in the world over the past year, over the past, you know, over a year now, as we've been living through a global pandemic and all that that entails, there's a lot to feel kind of grief around and trauma as well. So my intention with this episode and what I'm sharing here is to give you um, some tools to help you navigate any emotion that arises during your own book writing process. Because it's not something that we just want to be trying to push down and avoid. And I don't want it to kind of get in the way of you writing the book that you're really here to write, writing the books that you are really here to write. So I'm going to talk first about you know, the kind of emotions that can come up when we're revisiting past experiences in our writing, which, like I said, is something I absolutely encourage you to do. Your book shouldn't just be about sharing information. You want to include parts of your story in your book, which kind that helps to illustrate what you're talking about, create connection with your reader, give them this lens um, to help them see through. You know, we learn through stories. We receive um, information more fully through stories. But sometimes when we're looking back at our life, there are experiences that we may be writing about that can bring up feelings of, you know, can be something like embarrassment, like totally experience that. (laughs) It can be shame. There can be grief. There can be all sorts of feelings that come up. And I always encourage you, like whatever you're experiencing as you're writing, to bring it to the page, Um, especially if it's something, you know, let's talk about something like embarrassment. Say you're writing about an experience from your past and you're noticing some embarrassment coming up. You know, I would suggest that's a relatively light emotion. I'm not talking about shame. I'm talking about kind of that, like, what on earth was I thinking, that kind of embarrassment. I would definitely recommend that you just own that, you acknowledge it on the page as you're writing. So you're writing about a particular situation. Maybe it feels like you made a bit of a fool of yourself or like looking back, you're like, I would never do that now. (laughs) I can't quite believe I did it then. But it feels helpful to share that experience. So I would literally just write something like, you know, as I'm writing this now and sharing this with you, I notice myself feeling embarrassed and the thought kind of what on earth was I thinking is coming up. You wouldn't use those exact words. You may do, but you may go into a bit more detail and that'll be very specific about what you're experiencing. What that does, it just helps to, like when we acknowledge an emotion, it helps us to move through it. You know, emotions are, they're meant to, they're meant to move. Um, You know, the word motion is in the word emotion. And by acknowledging them, it allows that sense of movement. And with something like embarrassment, 
it could also be something you could feel really proud as you're writing about something, looking back on something or grateful, you know, whatever it is, I always encourage you to bring that to the page. But sometimes there are emotions bubbling up that feel heavier for us, which can really stop us in our tracks. Things like shame, things like grief. And we can, you know, you start to have a real physical sense of it as you're writing. Like literally, if you're writing by hand, you know, you may find that your hand physically stops. You have to, you have to stop. You have to pause. You may notice tears coming, like maybe feeling hot or really constricted. Maybe your mind goes completely blank because there's this emotion coming up. It feels like too much and you can't carry on. So that is the time. You can't be bringing that immediately straight to the page, okay? It's going to feel like too much to do that, okay? And actually, it's not being kind to yourself to do that. So what I would recommend in this situation, and always, always, I say, like, take what feels good in the moment and leave anything else. Like, you know yourself best. It might be the best option, you know, to take yourself off to bed and have a nap or go out for a walk, whatever it is, like movement is going to be part of this process that I recommend. But definitely what I would do is take yourself away from the page. So like your notebook, if you're writing by hand, like your laptop, if you're typing, take yourself away from that situation when you notice this emotion bubbling up. Take yourself somewhere that feels, that feels safe, that feels supportive. That may be outside, it may be inside, you know, whatever feels good for you in that moment. And just allow yourself to be still initially, allow yourself to be quiet and breathe, you know, take a breath, really consciously start to breathe and bring your awareness, try to bring your awareness out of your head, out of your thinking mind and into your body. Okay, so dropping your awareness into your physical self and just notice what's happening in your body. Notice any sensations you're aware of. Like maybe you feel like some heat in your face, in your cheeks. Notice how your breathing is. You know, are you breathing more quickly, like really shallowly? Maybe you feel some constriction in your chest, your stomach. Just notice whatever it is you're experiencing, you're not trying to change it, you're just noticing. And notice the part of your body that feels like it's calling to you most in that moment, the part of your body you're most aware of, the sensation that you feel most aware of. It may be that there's nothing, you know, you may be feeling pretty numb and, you know, I just encourage you to keep breathing and just quiet, breathing, And the intention is to connect with like the the primary emotion that is coming through in that moment. You don't have to name it, just be present with it. If you are aware of a particular physical sensation, just allowing yourself to be with that. In my second book, Unbound, I talk about a practice of deep agreement And it's about moving into deep agreement or choosing to move into deep agreement with whatever you're experiencing in a particular moment or being willing to move into deep agreement. And part of that is if you're feeling a particular emotion, you're feeling and that 
very often presents as some kind of physical sensation in the body. Like the tendency, if that feels uncomfortable, is to move away from it. And there may be times when, you know, that is the safest or feels like the safest thing to do. So like I said, disclaimer here, if this doesn't feel good in the moment, please don't do it. You know, trust yourself first and foremost. But if it feels like something you're able to do, ask yourself, can I move into deep agreement with what I'm experiencing right now? And it's almost as if you, like whatever that physical sensation is, maybe it's kind of a real like sinking feeling in your stomach. Like if you can imagine yourself like tenderly, like nuzzling up to that feeling in your stomach, nuzzling up to that sensation, moving closer to that emotion that you're experiencing in the moment. And as you do that, just asking the question, yeah, what is this feeling wanting me to know right now? What is my body wanting me to know right now? You may, I'm just thinking as I'm saying, when I used to talk about this process, I always used to encourage um, whoever was working with it, maybe to name the emotion. So to kind of identify whether it was grief or sadness or anger, you can do that. But you don't have to. You don't have to label the emotion. If we stay with the actual physical sensation, it can help us, you know, to um, not be up in our heads trying to figure it out. Just nuzzling up closer to the emotion, this sensation, whatever it is, and asking the question, you know, what do you want me to know right now? And just seeing what comes It may be very clear. You may get a very clear message. You may not get anything in that moment. But what you're doing is you're just allowing that emotion, that feeling, that sensation, you're giving it space. You're allowing it to do what it's meant to do. And very often, just the very act of moving closer to it rather than trying to move away from it you know, choosing to move into deep agreement and asking, like, what do you want me to know? What do you need me to know right now? will allow that emotion to move through. It will create some kind of shift. Not always, you know, it's not always that simple, but this is something that you can, that you can play with, that you can experiment with in the moment. It's a tool, it's a practice that you can use when those emotions are coming up in your writing and it just feels too much. It feels too heavy. Like I said, like the kind of natural response can be like to remove ourselves completely, to distract ourselves, to move away from that emotion. So this is an invitation to actually move towards it. Allow yourself to be present with whatever you're experiencing and asking like, what is the message here? What do I need to know? What is this feeling trying to tell me? And seeing if anything bubbles up for you. Sometimes there may be some kind of insight that feels helpful. But certainly just to give yourself some space, breathe. And once you've been through this process, you may want to journal on what's come up. I'd also recommend like some kind of movement and like moving your body in some way. Once you've been through this process and it feels complete or complete enough to allowing your body to move. And it may be just where you are, just gently swaying, some gentle movement, 
You may feel like you want to shake, jump up and down, like dance slowly or vigorously. You know, music can be really helpful in allowing emotion, like the space to move through. You may want to get out in nature, outdoors somewhere, go for a walk. Like, again, just tuning in, asking the question, like, what kind of movement do I need right now? Do I need to move? Like, I think quite often it feels, it can feel helpful when this emotion is coming up. You know, once you've connected with it and you allow yourself to be present with it, you know, having some sense of movement, which continues to allow that emotion to move through. And sometimes insights, more insights can bubble up as we are walking, dancing, like stretching, just moving your body. This whole process is really an invitation to listen, to listen to yourself, to listen to your experience. And it may be that you gain insights that you do want to bring to the page then. Maybe not right then, in that moment as the emotional emotion has been presenting but later on you know and you can even talk about the emotion that did bubble up as you were writing that particular piece so that can be useful like i said when you're revisiting past experiences in your writing it can also be useful when you know emotion is bubble up bubbling up that's related to the writing process like sometimes feelings of shame we can feel shame as we're writing because we're actually choosing to do something that maybe challenges old conditioning. You know, all of this stuff can come up. Or you might feel anger as you're writing because you recognize how your voice has been kind of stifled either by yourself or others or kind of the collective in the past. You may feel sadness, you may feel grief, which is not directly related to past experiences, but the, the act of expressing yourself. So this is a process that you can use in any of those situations. And also, you know, when you are in the process of writing a book and life happens, you know, maybe, um, I don't know, some kind of life event unexpectedly happens as you're in the process of writing your book, which let's let's face it, you know, as I'm recording this in 2021, <laughs> there's a lot of life happening. <laughs> there's a lot of stuff happening. What I encourage you to do then is, you know, go you go through a similar situation, like maybe before you actually choose to write, if you if there's been a lot happening for you or something in particular that feels really present, just give yourself that space to be with the emotion before coming to your writing. And sometimes, you know, you might need to take a break from your writing process. Like the unbound writing approach is all about kind of allowing yourself to ebb and flow. It's not about just showing up and pushing through regardless. Sometimes we need to step back because there's other things happening in our lives. And that is absolutely perfect. But also you may want to think about actually allowing yourself to write through whatever is happening. This was some amazing advice that I received from a mentor I was working with when I was writing Unbound and there was a lot of life stuff happening. I'd just moved from the UK to the States. My dad at the time, you know, he'd been struggling, battling with lung cancer over a period of years and it had come back just after I'd moved to the States. So I was in another country and he 
became very sick and had to be taken into hospital. And also there were other health challenges in the family at the time. There was just a lot going on. I could really feel this sense of grief and sadness. And also a sense of, yeah, that sadness at not being able to be with uh, my family at that time. And I was in the process of writing Unbound and my mentor just said, look, just give yourself permission to write for yourself and just write, write through whatever is happening. You know, don't even think about it being in the book, just you know, write what you need to write, which I did. You know, I took my book writing hat off and just allowed myself to write for me. And I thought, well, you know, a lot of that is not going to be included in the book. Actually, a lot of what I wrote at that time did end up making its way into the book, but I had to give myself permission just to write for myself. And that can be something really helpful to do. You know, you carry on writing, but just say, look, this is just for me. This is part of my process. I'm detaching from the book writing process for now. Basically, it's all about like tuning into your own experience experience and asking, what do I need to do right now? What is going to support me right now? And the final thing I want to say, part of that may be reaching out to others, you know, friends. This is where it's really helpful if you're writing in community or it can be. You know, even that may be one other person or a group of people just reaching out and letting people know what's coming up for you and allowing yourself to express what you're experiencing, how you're experiencing it, allowing yourself to be witnessed. You know, that, that can be a really important part of this as well. So there are different layers. And as I said, you know, as I've been saying all the way through, like take what feels good in the moment, but certainly allowing yourself space, breathing and you know, really allowing that emotion, whatever is bubbling up to be present and asking, you know, what, what do I need to know? What do I need to do? What feels supportive for me right now? And if you can, after that, then bringing it to the page. And that may be just for you or it may be something that makes its way into your book. So I hope you found that helpful. I think particularly when we are writing in this unbound way, when we're allowing ourselves to be transformed by our writing process when we see writing our books as a way that we can heal when we are committed to expressing the truest essence of what wants to come through us all sorts of emotions can bubble up and having some tools some practices and you'll probably have some of your own which you can use but having some way of giving space and listening to these emotions is really important. All right, my love, I would, yeah, I'd love to hear from you if that felt helpful. And if you have any questions or comments about anything I've shared today, yeah, get in touch. You can find me over on Instagram. I'm at Nicola Humber. Come and find me there. Send me a message or just let me know how you found today's episode. And I will see you again soon for another episode of the Unbound Writers Club.